that. Outside of the 2004 season for me with the Red Sox, my next greatest moment was uh, crushing all you motherfuckers in fantasy baseball and football in the same year. Okay, nobody cares. to the middle-aged sports spectacular where four middle-aged gentlemen one slightly below middle age but has more kids than all of us combined talk about yep. sports but he doesn't have any Je- dogs yeah he doesn't have dogs and i have we've talked about this many times uh the stress levels that i deal with with having two cats is i feel something i don't know I, I don't know how you do it i <laughs> Shopping for them is so difficult. They are so finicky. Have you ever <laughs> dealt with <laughs> finicky pets? Oh, it's the worst. That's Is that part of my intro? I guess that's part of my intro. Anyway, so <laughs> we're on episode two. We're starting off great. We have a, a great introduction to the show. Uh, today we're going to be talking about fantasy sports and uh, also just sports in general and, and having ha- having a home team, being a fan of a home team. Uh, and we're, we're lucky to have Pat on here because he's a he's the ultimate homer when it comes to baseball and, and his love of the Braves. So we'll be really looking forward to hearing his opinions. But you know, before we're not I get into at all looking forward to hearing what he has to say. I know, but I have to say that. For the In show. fairness, I'm probably not looking forward to what I have to say. But before I get into that, I mean, you know, we just finished up the Christmas season. The holidays had just gone by us in a blink. And, uh, you know, really, I'm curious. Pat, actually, no, I'm not that curious about Pat. Brian, how was your holidays? It was wonderful. It was my uh, my first real Christmas with my first daughter. So she actually like opened up presents and like was excited about the wrapping paper. Not really at all about what the actual present was. Mm-hmm. Um, she would take she, – she's exactly like me where she ripped the paper and then walked over to the trash, threw it in the trash, and then walked back over to the present. It took her 45 minutes to open up the first present. Saved you a lot of cleanup time. Oh, she's great. She's totally OCD like her father. But, uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. It was pretty great. My wife got me a new coffee maker, so I'm happy about that. Not terrible. New coffee maker. That's always exciting. Doug, any highlights? Yeah, uh, good Christmas. It was, uh, it was a good time. Went to my aunt's house like I always do. You know, sometimes uh, there's nothing better than tradition. You know, sometimes you got to keep things the same. And uh, it works. And it definitely works for our family. We get together every Christmas. We do the, you know, same thing: dinner, presents. What do you guys eat for dinner? Alcohol consumption. Uh, no, no alcohol this year. That's required for my family functions. It's kind of a a must. Um, What uh, What do you guys do for the meal? So, this year we did. Usually we do a ham. So we had ham. We do macaroni and cheese. This year oh. we did some lasagna. We got some oh, uh, catered lasagna. Yeah, yeah, we, we do it big. We mac and cheese phenomenal. needs to be on my table for Christmas. Why the fuck didn't I have mac and cheese for my Christmas? You know, I've never had it. It's delicious. We, we mac introduced and mac Christmas. and cheese to the, for the little kids on Thanksgiving. They absolutely loved it. And then, of course, everyone else is like, me? well, I have to try it. And it just became a staple. It's now a holiday staple. Do you do the baked breadcrumb topping on that yes. mac and cheese? Oh, fuck absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. It's delicious. That is just... That's have you ever had a bad homemade. mac and cheese? No. I've never I've had, had a bad mac and cheese. Okay mac and cheese, but I've right. never had a bad. It's like pizza. 
It's exactly like pizza. Yeah. You can feed yeah. me Kraft macaroni and cheese out the box and I'll eat it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have man. no shame. Out of the box. Don't even like, it's still the powdery. <laughs> Give me cheese. some microwaved yeah. hot dogs yeah, and some Kraft mac yeah. and cheese in the stovetop, oh, man. God. And that is, that is living. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's no nice such product. thing as bad mac and cheese. Uh, Pat. No, I still don't care how your holiday was. For me, we did uh, a rib roast this year. We did so tr- rib roast is tradition, but this year I cooked it um, myself for, for the first time, and I experimented with a nice au jus. And uh, Ooh, look at me, this lobby fucking wow. let, me, let me tell mm. you, that au jus came out fantastic. Oh my god! He's All I really did was play. follow a recipe, and Steph stopped me. Steph, my wife, stopped me from fucking it up. By stepping in and saying, no, you need to do this. No, put that down. No, stop pouring that in there. No, that's too much. But other than that, I did a great job. It sounds amazing. So, God bless Steph. God, God <laughs> bless Steph. Uh, so overall, Christmas was a good time. Uh, like Doug Oh, said. you know what else I got for Christmas? Oh, Garrett Cole. That was pretty good. You I was sure happy did. about that. You sure did. For most of us, you I got didn't a have little to pay out my ass for my Christmas presents. But... <laughs> That was a good one, Doug. Oh, it's always funny. Didn't. Uh, Other than that, Christmas was pretty good. And by default, because we have nobody else, Pat, how was your Christmas with your army of kids? Still opening toys. Um, (laughs) No, it was good. Uh, What's your age? What's the ages on your kids? Four, five in March, uh, two, and seven, six months. So what was cool this year is last year Jack was kind of like how uh, um, Jolene. Yeah, Jolene. Sorry, uh, how Jolene was this year. Um, so he knew what was going on. So I had two kids opening gifts, like like madmen, instead of just one opening gift, playing with the toy, doing the wrapping paper and all that. So they went to town. They got spoiled by Santa, by us, and by Uncle Ryan. Uncle Ryan easily dropped like eight, nine hundred bucks. I wish I had an Uncle Ryan. And I bet you, I I bet you Uncle Ryan bought all that drunk. Because that's when that's when he's at his best. That's when he spends his most money. Well, you know what? You're not wrong. He probably did. (laughs) It was easy this year. Megan. Not that he doesn't have a big heart, because he does. No, no. So, so the good thing is Megan gave him a list. Which he likes, so he just went through the list and went boom, 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 boom. I'm going to give him a list. Seriously. I have some some things for him. And then I got some new softball equipment, so I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. He's going to be just a tick faster this year. (laughs) I don't know if he could even be (laughs) faster. I might look a tick better, but I don't know if any of it's going to make me a tick faster. I don't know if he could be any faster. Pat, uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, wins the effort award every year uh, for for the the best effort. Uh, and every year he just he, he tries a little bit harder. He's just a tick faster than he was the year it. before. Not that that's that fast, but <laughs> he's not the slowest guy on the team. Definitely so not. There's that. Well, he's getting up there in age, so that's actually impressive if he can get a little faster. You are. You're on the if wrong Tommy's side still of 30, on the team, pal. Then uh, I will never be the slowest. They say each kid ages you 10 years, so you're really like 60. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Whereas cats are good for like two years, so I'm still pretty young. <laughs> Pat, are you on blood pressure medication yet? <laughs> no, but I should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I haven't gone to the doctor yet. Mm. I don't have time with three kids. Right. So here's my question for the before we get into actually talking about sports. But my two my question for the two fathers is, 
At what age do you start lying to your kids about Santa? I would lie. Wait, lying? I lie now. Right. Yeah. When did you start when do, lying oh, when about did, Santa? Was it, is it the two-year-old Christmas? Is that like when they know what's going on, kind of? And you're, where did these presents come from? It's it's the big yeah. I don't. I, I don't think she really even cares at this point. So, so she's you haven't two. started talking about it. Well, we started introducing Santa. Now yeah, you have the four-year-old. When does it start? When do the uh, lies no, happen? I, I think to, to Pepe's point, it basically is right now for him, it, it, and then for for the younger ones, I have to keep going, right? Because mm-hmm. I can't say to the older one, "Oh, there's Santa," and then the middle one, "Um, it's just us." Um, it, I I think it depends on how old they are when Christmas is. Mm-hmm. Right, so you could have someone like Ty was born in March, so he's close to two on his second Christmas. So we probably started it then, right? When he was nine months, obviously mm-hmm. he didn't know what the heck was going on, but like he was more than alert when he was a year in, you know, eight months. I think it's just easier if you lie the entire time. Yeah, like when they're twenty, lie. Yeah. Not necessarily about Santa, Keep lying but about everything. To your kids. Keep <laughs> lying to your kids. You don't. Oh, yeah. They don't know the, need to know the truth about really anything. I think you just lie until they figure it out. There's certain truths that they don't want to know. So, yeah. And they're going to find an understanding of your anyway. parents. They just keep lying and you just keep accepting it. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, fine with that. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, good Christmas is all around. That's good. Always yep. so holidays now behind us. On to 2020. In a great new year, we're in the middle of the football season. Football playoffs are about to start. Um, basketball is underway. My favorite sport these days. Uh, baseball is in the off season for Brian and Pat. There's no rest there. It's always baseball all the time for those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Doug, we just really care whatever it is that we can gamble on and lose our money and get upset. It's a nice segue. It is a nice segue into, uh, you know, so speaking of modern day gambling, uh, let's talk about fantasy sports. I think that my biggest, my, the biggest thing I wanted to talk about, which I'm uh, a big player of fantasy sports. I, may, I play both season log leagues and also have been playing daily fantasy for about five years, um, which has really kind of grown in popularity over the past few years at a tremendous rate as it's essentially legalized gambling. So, what it's kind of done for me is, is changed my opinion on how I view sports as I grew up in a, Bo- a Boston homer. I, I love all Boston teams. Uh, I still hang out to the Celtics because they're, they're so much fun to watch, and basketball, again, is my favorite sport right now. Uh, Patriots, I'm the most spoiled fan in, in all of football and, and have been for better part of 20 years. But what I'm getting at is, is I care less about my home team now and more about just watching good players play and good teams play and good games. And I know that's obviously not the case as most people who follow sports are homers. So my question is to the group, and we'll start with Pat, is are fantasy sports good for everybody as they expose you to more players, more games? Or are they bad because they're mostly just filled with frustration and losing, mostly if you're, you're Pat because you never win. But <laughs> um, that's why I wanted to start with Pat. Wanted to get your opinion. What do you, what do you think about fantasy sports and, and how it is for, for the game? The answer is it's a little bit of both because it can be frustrating at times. <laughs> like but every year. I, No, I, I would honestly say it's good. 
And uh, contrary to uh, popular belief, David, I have won a couple times. Maybe not in the league that you were in or anything. But in a league by count. yourself, you've won. You've never count. won hey, a league. Travis League, I won 600 bucks. That was like three years no ago. No one else was playing in that. I don't care. Anyone where other people <laughs> that you know I, were playing. I don't care if I was playing a bunch of five-year-olds. If I won 600 bucks, <laughs> yay me. Um, it, but honestly, I, I think in me specifically, baseball, it's a little different. But even just like football or basketball – I would follow the Patriots. I would follow the Celtics. And I'd catch a game here and there, but I don't necessarily care about other teams. Um, baseball is a little different. I mean, I love my Braves, but at the same time, I also love baseball. But fantasy sports is a good avenue to actually look at all these other players and you know grow your knowledge of the game. You actually care Does about Does it make what's... you care less about your favorite team and more about what's going on in your fantasy team? I, I literally I think it depends on the person. So me personally, no. And I've had and this is why even in fantasy drafts, I've had a strategy at times to say, you know what? I don't like Alex Rodriguez. I am not picking him. I don't care if he fell. I don't care if he's three rounds too late and I think it's a really good deal at this point. I'm not picking him because I don't like him. So it's hurt my fantasy team. That's why you don't win. <laughs> Maybe. You, you know what? You, you're not wrong. You don't like but, but the I, good players. But ultimately, I will – now, I I don't not like a lot of players, but I try to avoid the ones. And I will pick a jet here or there, you know, more just for, like, funny. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again, why you don't win. Yeah, Jets. Fair enough. Yeah. Just to be funny, uh, I picked a jet. He's all about the fantasy jokes. <laughs> and, and with that being <laughs> said, I don't remember the last Please. time I picked a jet. Maybe if you play a big money league, just let me know what they're in because I want to play in those too. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. fair enough. Um, Doug, what do you think? Yeah. As far as, again, did, have you found yourself gravitating more to just watching the sports and less about your home teams? I mean, you, you grew up quite the homer. Except you're a Broncos fan, Red Sox fan. Um, Celtics fan, of course, but you know, where, where do you find yourself now with sports with being so heavy into fantasy sports? Yeah, so 100%. Uh, I definitely, fantasy has definitely uh, slanted my sports viewing, how I follow, and I, I honestly think it's for the better. Mm -hmm. um, as I've gotten older, I don't really, I don't want to say that it's stupid because it's not, but I just think having a, a blind allegiance to one team one organization uh i'll just say that um anybody who's a redskins fan oh my god god bless you for sticking with your team but uh or the dolphins or the yeah Jets? well the lions the redskins I mean, probably more than anybody though i i, I, I i'll say there. that like eventually their time will come your your fan base it will come and the payoff will be huge and that is something that I will probably never be able to experience. I mean, I did grow up a Red Sox fan, and 2004 was probably uh, the best moment of my life, mm -hmm. come to mm -hmm. think of it. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm older, I just, I think fantasy has kind of opened up my, it's, it's expanded my horizons. I watch the game differently. I follow it differently. I, I have a better knowledge and understanding because I'm, digging deeper into how the game is played uh what the coaches are thinking because you're betting money on it yeah i'm trying <laughs> to gather as much information as i can and and, and i have like a, a deeper 
understanding and deeper connection to the actual game itself rather than rather than the actual team but you kind of just um said it what what was the best sporting moment that you've ever seen oh that was 2000 well okay what was it 2004 when the red sox won the world series or was it 2013 when Ladanian tomlinson ran three extra yards to score that touchdown which let you win eight hundred dollars Okay, so the best moment was 1998 when John Elway won the Super Bowl with the Denver Ooh, Broncos, right? Fair enough. Now, that one was the best because the Red Sox could have won it with anybody. Denver did it with John Elway, and John Elway was my favorite player as a kid. I yep. wanted to see the John Elway Denver Broncos win a Super Bowl. If they had won it with anybody, it wouldn't have been as much. Um, Makes so sense. That's, that, that was my number one. Um, nowadays, yeah, that three-yard run. So that I can crush all you guys in a fantasy league, <laughs> yep. that is number one for me without a doubt. So oh, yeah. sports gambling, by the way, is legal now in twenty states, and it, it is probably going to be one of the best things to happen to sports uh, in some time because it is bringing waves of fans into it, waves of degenerates, but fans. Sure. And when I say degenerates, I speak for myself. <laughs> um, but I, I am a hundred percent on board with Doug that. Outside of the 2004 season for me with the Red Sox, my next greatest moment was uh, crushing all you motherfuckers in fantasy baseball and football in the same year. Okay, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> my question for you guys would be, if your teams hadn't had one, you haven't experienced that yet, do you still think you'd feel the same way? I don't know. So we the Red Sox ask, didn't win the World Series. We should ask the Browns better. fans how it feels to lose every single yeah, but year. Yeah, that's a really good question, Pepe. That's a really good question. Thank and you, Doc. I don't know I if I have a good answer for that because, okay, John Elway won. He won two Super Bowls. He retired. The Red Sox won. Never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. I've seen it a couple times now. Great. I saw Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce win. And I saw Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Parrish when I was a kid. So all my teams have won. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really feel like I'm qualified to answer that question. I don't think any of us are. Yeah. Can I just say real quick that I feel like I actually crossed a line by saying the MF word? Um, did Did you say? I, I said he the did. Big, he referred said, to all of us as motherfuckers as he crushed us in fantasy. <laughs> well, there goes our five star. I do. Rating. I feel. Yeah. I sit here for a minute with a little twinge of guilt. I was like, I shouldn't have said. How many white claws did you have, David? Fuckers is fine. I had like three. That was all that was left in my fridge. Of all the I have, you I have said a nice snifter of whiskey right now. Because I'm a sophisticated gentleman. You have a snitter of whiskey? I'll tell you this. I, I will definitely, I think, going to your question, Pepe, is once I saw the Red Sox win, not only in 04, but in 07, and then again two years ago, and then the, the level of dominance that we've seen from the Patriots, mm-hmm. and then, of course, the Celtics winning in, uh, what was that, 2000. 7, 11, I don't remember. 2008. 7. 2008. 7. 2008. 7. 7. 7. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah. Anyway, and then the Bruins winning, even though I wasn't, I'm not a hockey fan, but I'll be a Johnny come lately when the Bruins go to the playoffs. I have no problem admitting that, and I love seeing them live. Uh, it is a embarrassment of riches as a sports fan. It really is, and, and that could very easily have played into my perception of sports, too. It's like, there'll never be 2004 Red Sox again. That'll never no, exist nope. for me. I'll never feel the pain of of never seeing it and all these you know terrible losses. Uh, I mean, I'll never feel what Pat feels right now with the Braves. I just won't. It's <laughs> constant disappointment, letdowns, 
poor decisions by management. Oh, I want to go there. Players that don't put <laughs> forth the necessary effort. Oh, shit. Remember that time they traded Andrews and Simmons? Oh, what a great call. I was listening was. to a podcast just... and they talked about that today. And of course like, you did. Oh yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> well, they, yeah, honestly, they were doing the all-decade team. He's right? listening to a Braves podcast now. On yeah. December twenty-seventh, he's <laughs> listening to year. a Braves podcast. Andrews and Simmons, your all-decade Atlanta Braves shortstop. Hmm. I know. It, it, the funny thing too is, right? I grew up with the Atlanta Braves winning 14 straight division titles. They went unprecedented. To, yeah, they went to five World Series in the 90s, team of the 90s. Um and yeah, I probably am the uh going through it the most because they have not won a postseason series since 2001. So yeah. One I can't day. see what you're putting up, David. It was my uh my daily fantasy team. Uh, the bucket, the the Milwaukee Bucks are doing really well, which is my favorite team this evening. Is the Milwaukee Bucks? It's fine because the rest of my teams are going to do poorly. That's always how it works, and I go back for it every single day. Um, anyway, Pat, you were talking about something about the Braves being terrible. Yep. Hmm. That was it. That's all you have. That's all I got. Pepe. Yeah. Outside, I I'm going to throw you a slight curveball. All because right. obviously you're a Yankees fan. You grew up a Yankees fan. Your yep. father was a Yankees fan. It's a bond that you share with your father. And then also, you know, just my grandfather your, as well. Your grandfather. So my grandfather yeah. got World Series tickets from Lefty Gomez. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just your favorite sport all around. So, yeah. uh, however, I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. In football, you were a Redskins fan. And you, like so many other, I'm sorry, Redskins fans, uh, jump ship mm-hmm. and are currently a Packers fan. Yeah. Yeah. I okay, completely so, forgot that you were a Redskins fan earlier. I just, I thought you said it I, specifically because no, you thought I was a Redskins fan. No, I took it. Be, I took them because they're the team with the, um, the racist name and symbol yeah. and a management group that Pat knows all won't about fire that. the GM because they like him, even though he's garbage. But yeah, so anyway, I don't root for the sorry, Redskins continue. anymore. Root for the Packers. I think Pat bought the URL keepthetomahawkchop.com. Yeah. Damn right I did. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Oh, he's teaching his little kids he to wants be racist to make America already. great again. Um, yeah, so I don't – to sum it all Outside up, I really of don't baseball. Have, I don't have an allegiance in football, really. If you – did – what came first? An interest in following – some football or fantasy football for you? Um, so I originally was a Jets fan. And Oof. the reason for that was because of Wayne Corbett. Mm-hmm. I okay. really liked him. He was a really tough guy. And then uh, he was an I overachiever. Like... Yeah. 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 Right. Kind of like a Wes like... Welker almost. Yeah. He you looks like I mean? he could be any one of us, but he was a professional football player. And exactly. He was good. So I just stuck with them until Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez, and Tim Tebow came around. And I was like, well, fuck it. I don't like any of these guys. I'll go to a different team. So I, at random, oh, no, at random I picked the Rams. Rams. You went Rams. I rooted for the Rams for a year. Which you should have stayed with. Oh, I should have stayed with them. And then you found out our friend Tommy was a Rams fan, so you're like, I'm not No, I just that. found them really boring at the time. They were really boring. And so you went to the Redskins. 
there's a yeah. Well, RG three mania at that time. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. RG three mania is... sucked everybody in. So then, Gruden and Kirk so Cousins. Used to be left. a Ravens fan. Uh, RG three is who I'm I part thought Ravens Lamar fan. Jackson Lamar Jackson's was amazing to watch. And that's who I thought RG three was going to be. That's who everybody really did. did. Lamar Jackson's yeah. on another level though. By the way, I drafted him that year in fantasy and uh, won that fantasy league. No, you didn't. No, you so, didn't. <laughs> yep, yeah, did. so that's kind of how that started. And in between that, I played fantasy football. M- mostly because all you fuckers do. I don't know shit about fantasy football, which should explain why I only won two games this year, which is more than I won in baseball, which was one. Feel good about that. Um, so it means I'm getting better. So I won in baseball, Improving. two in football. Yep. We do basketball and win three. But it's too late. We can't Here's do that. Thing. You tried to only win one in baseball. I did. You intentionally Because I'm going to fuck that league up next Football, year. Football, you didn't intentionally lose. No, because I had a top four team according to, uh, who is it? <laughs> oh, Yahoo. Dave Plazic. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Hey, you know what? I felt good about it. Yeah. Shows you, shows you how much fucking football played. I also thought the guy who won the league's team sucked. Yeah. That didn't work out for me. Yep. That's why I'm not an ESPN, guys. That's why I'm yeah. just playing... 20 and $50 leagues with you fucks. So but baseball is totally different for me. Baseball is my sport. I love baseball. It, it's a family generational thing. Um, it doesn't matter. I I will love baseball no matter if I was playing fantasy baseball or not. It Fantasy baseball makes me like enjoy the league more, but I'm diehard New York Yankees, as you guys know. Um, it would it, it, Fantasy sports pays – doesn't – change anything in regards to that and we got garrett cole which is fucking great can we talk about that no no what led me into this whole thing was i don't really care about the red sox anymore and that is kind of where i'm coming from so when i when i watch i'd rather just watch great players do great things also you also know that i find baseball more boring now and i think that's just because i love basketball so much more i think basketball is a lot more exciting and i'm still a hardcore celtics fan so that's the thing if this team, theoretically, that they have now, say they won a couple championships in the next three years, would I be as into basketball as I was? Um, I'd like to find that out. Let me I ask you a question about the Red Sox. I'd, I'd be fine with that. That'd be great. Yes. So question on the Red Sox. If they actually were not a completely boring team, because mm-hmm. they kind of are. They're very mm-hmm. talented. Mm-hmm. Recently. They, yeah, though, right, right. Right now, they've got this. some very good players. But they're kind of boring. They don't have any personality like they did. They they weren't boring two years ago when they won the World Series. I wasn't that into them. They were really, but they kind of were. Winning doesn't make you not boring. I didn't even watch. Winning makes you good. See, even though even though I favor fantasy, I still watch the Red Sox every night. I just, it's it's just not the same. Like I, I'm not in a bad mood when they lose. (laughs) You know, yeah, because there's like a hundred and fifty more games. I I don't, I don't have that anymore. I don't have that. where it like destroys my day but you know i still watch the red sox i still think they're fun yeah the red sox winning fucked all that up yeah i don't i certainly don't get upset when they lose a game i'm far more concerned about the 50 dollars i lost in daily fantasy when i stacked the team and they fucking put up a goose egg oh it's the worst (laughs) far more upsetting it's the Uh, worst when you know you've played the best plays and they just don't go out and get it done oh it's a terrible yeah you feel good about it. The matchup's great. Everything's great. And then uh, some 
random knucklehead throws a gem against them. Baseball's the worst. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I think that's what's also soured me on. It's just DFS, Daily Fantasy Baseball is just the worst. It really is. It's so hard. That I don't have the time head. for that. It is. That and head-to-head. I have a dog, Dave. You t- <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a that's a handful right there. I tell you. Um, See, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I still love sports. I love fantasy, but I'm much less of a homer, and I, I'm just more conflicted on whether that's because Boston teams have had so much success over the past 20 years or if it's just because I like gambling. I'm not really sure. I feel like Chicago Cubs fans were the same way until they won. Yeah, but they won once. That's what I'm yeah, getting. Like, I don't think they give a flying fuck about that. Yeah. I watched every game in 2005 for the Red Sox and 2006 and 2007. And then after seven, it started to wane. But I still hmm. watch a lot of games up until the past five years. And I do wonder if it's something to do with the team's boring as hell. Seriously. Not a lot of exciting. That's, again, you know me. I'm a bat flip guy. I love the Jose Batista's bat flips. I love the showmanship. Fuck all that. If you don't want him to flip the bat, strike him out. Um, and I think it's entertaining. And baseball is mostly boring, whereas basketball has a lot more showmanship. So does football, which I'm way more into that. Just my thing. Hmm. Clearly, you guys are not. You're all sitting. Well, in we're silence. baseball guys. Yeah, baseball purists. You like I the other thing not that definitely say I'm a purist. Slow game. Kind of sort. The other thing that I want to get rid has... of the fucking pitchers hitting. Not like this fucker. It doesn't really impact you though outside of the World Series. Yeah, but it's stupid. It is dumb. Yeah, that's it. That's all I really. I mean, Doug, what were you gonna say? I was going to say, uh, one thing baseball has going against it, I think, is there are so many games. Yeah. Mm. Right? Mm. Football, only a couple days a week. It's an mm-hmm. event. And it's only 17 weeks for the regular season. And then you got a couple weeks of playoffs, and that's it. Baseball's mm-hmm. always on. You can take a game off. You can take two games off. You can take a couple weeks off. People take months off. Take the first four months off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so maybe that's where football is better for fantasy but baseball is better if you're a fan of a team i tell you what, what if I you're love... gonna grind out daily fantasy baseball you better have a huge bankroll exactly. because if there you're playing you know. every night and you're playing multi-slates you're playing the west coast slate you're playing early you're playing you know where football you're doing 17 weeks yeah. because baseball i lose I like way more money what... at football than i do baseball guys way more yeah football but, but is the it, one sport that i have not had a positive uh roi for a season ever uh basketball i've had very strong years baseball very strong years football i could fucking i am terrible at football Just and terrible. he's significantly except, better than i am except when i play you guys well he's talking daily fantasy still yeah i'm just talking about daily fantasy i just it's so difficult and uh, it's easy to overthink things, but, but it also is like I enjoy Lamar Jackson way more than I think I would as just a Patriots fan. I tuned into other games way more than I would than if I was just a Patriots fan. Is that because they could have drafted him, but they drafted Sonny Michelle? Yeah. Hey, yeah, let's talk, about that. Sonny Michelle. <laughs> let's talk about the, that. The other side of that coin, though, is, okay, so I've been a Broncos fan my whole life. I don't really like Antonio Brown, 
Okay? What if Denver signed Antonio Brown and he was going to be their starting wide receiver for the next decade? And I got to sit there and go, well, I'm a Broncos fan. Mm. That's that's one thing that I don't like because now you have more access to the athletes. You get to know their personalities a little bit. And um, Antonio Brown isn't exactly the most stand-up gentleman. So I, I, I would have kind of a hard time rooting for him in my team's uniform for a decade. I don't know. Yeah, but he's already 31, so it wouldn't be a decade. Well, I, I, hypothetically, I'm just saying, yeah. like, I, I, I know Denver's not going to sign him for a decade, and he's not going to last with a team for more than two weeks anymore. So, um, uh, The Saints are looking at him. They are looking at him. Yeah. Is that the yeah. cat? Yeah, their cats so. are fighting. Oh, okay. cats are fighting. I don't know. I don't. I, if the Yankees signed somebody I really didn't like, let's say they signed Kurt Schilling, who's a giant son of a babe. Um, that would be hilarious, <laughs> right? Because he's like, because I can't stand him in any realm. What active player can you not stand? None of them, because they don't like, have personalities. Yeah, there's not one that I really genuinely dislike. because there's so many of them. Yeah, there's, there's just well, there's less personality in them. Like I freaking hated Papelbon, Melky Cabrera. No, I like Melky Cabrera. I would not sign Melky Cabrera. Yeah. Well, that's why your team hasn't won, isn't it? That's why there um, needs to be why. more Jose Batistas. Right. They're all kind of vanilla for the most part. It's it's, it's a vanilla sport, and it's not attracting new fans because it's too vanilla. I feel like that's starting to change, though. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, you got your people Sotos, like you are Bragg fighting Bragg the right. shit out of it, though. What? I said people like you are fighting the hell out of it, though. Don't change. Keep uh, hunting. Play defense. Yep, that doesn't, anti- that doesn't mean Wait, you can't have fun doing it too, Dave. You can bat flip when you bunt if you want. I'm, you're I'm okay. good That'd be kind of cool. I'd be into that. Exactly. See? Fuck yeah. I just should, laid out a bunt. You know how hard it is to lay down defense? a good bunt, actually? <laughs> Thank you. Are we uh, rooting for worse defense? Yeah, more scoring. How does that help the game? More scoring. What? More scoring. Worse defense. More scoring. Okay. I, there was I a lot of people who were really a, mad that a, there were more home runs run this a ball than make a diving play then. Wait, would you yeah. rather watch our softball team? Because our softball team plays some shit-ass no, defense. because you're not a bunch of superstars. Tickets are only five bucks. I'd rather watch Mike Trout. I wouldn't watch, but that's because Mike Trout doesn't drop easy pop-ups. Do you want Mike He's Trout also to play really good defense? at baseball. What? He hits the ball a long way. No, I don't want to watch you guys. Right, but I think you can hit the ball a long way and play a really poor analogy. It's a really poor comparison <laughs> to compare your softball team to no, a major league baseball a, team. No, but you decided that playing bad defense I don't makes see the good game pitching. more exciting. I guess defense is probably poor in baseball. It makes more sense in football and right. basketball. Like I don't, I don't need to see good ba- defense in baseball. The only defense I want to see is good stops at the right time. Like make a key play, a key sack, a strip sack, something like that. But otherwise, I want the game forty-five to. 35 that i would agree with baseball defense doesn't make as much sense because yeah if you're just dropping pop-ups and making errors then it sucks right however if if the game is one to nothing because both pitchers are pitching gems well i'm not as into that as others see that's where you and we i think disagree because i could watch a one nothing or one one game and be really into it which is why and i would say too (laughs) what what is more cool a home run that goes 450 feet or a ball that was robbed over the fence that would have been a three-run homer that ended the inning right now that's a defensive play 450 foot home run 
all day. No question. No. Yeah. That's, that's where you guys game, differ. That's what makes the game more exciting. That's what bring new fans in. Score. No, no. Uh, a robbed home run is more exciting. I would say they're run. both equally as exciting, depending on what the home. No, run that's was. a really exciting play. That's a really exciting play. You know who's fun to watch? Anderson Simmons. I'll watch defense when it's a guy doing magical yes. things on the field. Jackie Bradley Jr. is a fun player to mm-hmm. watch. Tory Hunter in his in his day was really fun. Jose uh, Canseco. <laughs> Jose Canseco. We all loved watching. He that. brought an element to the game that we Phenomenal. hadn't seen. Now, he if you want that defense, <laughs> yes, I love like elite defense when they do something really wild in the field. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. But great fundamentals. Eh. Fuck fundamentals. I get your point about football. Your football makes total sense. Yeah. If it's fifty whatever to forty, you want whatever, more scoring, but you want key defensive plays. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you look at it from an Eagles fan perspective when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. That one strip sack is all they needed because it was just a back and forth the whole way, and they made one key play at the right time, and it was like, wow, great defensive play. Mm-hmm. That's all I want in football. Strip sacks. People stripping. Dave yeah. likes strippers. So, anyway. Right down to the sack. Right down to the <laughs> sack. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just I, – I used to love the, the grind of baseball when I was younger, but I wasn't 20-something years ago. Eh, I got into football when, like, Bledsoe got drafted. But I admittedly really got into it when they were – when they went to the Super Bowl the first time against the Packers. But uh, modern-day mm-hmm. football is so much more exciting. Lamar Jackson, so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So fun. I want the Patriots to beat him if they play him in the, in the playoffs because I'm still sort of a homer there, but pretty fun to watch. Anyway. Oh, so I guess that that's about it for fantasy sports. You want to uh, – anybody's got anything else or we can take a break? We can take a break. That's fine. I've smelled Pat too much already. Can we point out that Pat is sitting right next to me, which is awkward as fuck? Oh, Absolutely. God, I can feel his hair. Oof. Oh God, Pat! We're gonna need you to, to use the corporate card to buy a new laptop. So we unbelievable. Can, uh, we I could do that. Participate as we're trying remote fired. for the first time, so we're actually all. In we the need a sponsor. Our own home. We need a sponsor. We do. Where's me undies when you need them? If somebody wants to sponsor us so they can buy Pat new equipment, uh, that'd be great. For me, that would be great. <laughs> You're gonna have to edit out those MF bombs that you and I threw oh, out earlier. Yeah. Uh, I think you said motherfucker though, like. That's different. Right? It's Isn't weird it? to watch you say Isn't that. It? Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, that's still kind of close. But, all right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, little do you know, we took quite a long break there as we hashed out what we wanted to talk about next. But first, I'm going to turn this uh, segment over to Mr. Brian Pepe as he does his favorite segment. It's my favorite segment, again, because I get to talk and the rest of you have to listen to me. This is a little bit weird because typically I have this up on my computer, but Pat is sitting next to me, so I have to have this so he can't Because uh, you guys are having a sleepover cheat. tonight? What? You guys are having a sleepover tonight? 
That's inappropriate. We're not, we would never tell. All right, so everybody gets two guesses. Everybody knows, it's everybody's favorite game, so they know the rules. We can just jump right into it. So, Pat, Doug, Dave, the first clue is that this is in the NFL. Because the last time Dave wanted a bit of a, a little bit of a hint. Just want to know what sport, because. I went all... farther than sport. I went into the league. It's the NFL. All right. All right. So clue number one. So we can take the XFL out. You, well, maybe. Uh, this person yeah, was oh, born on September wait. 40th. Before you start, before oh, you start yep. we need to have an honor system going here because we are remote. We can't see if people are looking on phones or computers. I'm looking on so, my phone. Yeah. Okay. So, so Dave's so going to cheat. So go ahead. My hands I'm are up. I'm going to be honest with you. None of you are smart enough to figure that out anyways. All right, so this person was born on September 8th, 1983 in Atlanta, Georgia. Pat Cullen. Close, 88. I get two guesses, right? You get two guesses. That is was that my first, first official guess. Pat Cullen is incorrect. <laughs> okay. Damn incorrect. it. Oh, you said NFL. Uh, Damn it. Yeah. He got into the XFL. But... All right. We don't talk This about person that. was drafted on 2005 at a West Virginia university. Number three. Just shout them out if you know. Mm-hmm. Played for four teams in their NFL career, including the Denver Broncos. Ooh. Douglas? Douglas? Oh, no. Oh. I was going to say Champ Bailey, but Champ Bailey played for Georgia. Okay. This former Dallas Cowboy was a first-team All-Pro in 2014 and made the Pro Bowl in 2015. about it nothing all right number five i only have seven because i figure at the end you guys are going to get this on september 9th 2007 this former tennessee titan defeated sting and kurt angle to win the tna tag team world championship oh man oh man guys okay i have no idea this former Cincinnati Bengal announced his retirement on May 24th, 2019. Let's go Chad back. Johnson? Broncos. Chad Ojasico? No, he wasn't with the Broncos. No. Broncos, Cowboys, Titans, Bengals. Doug? I feel like Doug should have this. I'm drawing a blank. He retired in 2019? What was that? He retired in 2019? 2019 announced it. Should have announced it a long time before that. Oh, I've got to slap myself for this one. Right, his mother gave his nickname when he was a child because he would run in directions like this 80s video game character. Pat Adam Pac-Man Jones? Is correct! It's ah. Adam Pac-Man Jones. I didn't know ah. he played for Denver. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was a good one. I yeah. I I figured a Bronco because Doug was gonna finally get one. Yeah. Doug should know every Bronco that's ever played. Should only know just Broncos. If yeah, you like Daily probably. Fantasy less, you would have fucking got that. I, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Pac-Man, I can't use Adam Pacman Jones in fantasy. He plays defense. Yeah. He's yeah. useless. He's to solid me. quarterback though. I mean, in his yeah. heyday, you didn't target him. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know he was in TNA. Fun fact. Who isn't into TNA, Brian? Apparently, everybody. He beat Sting. That man beat Sting. I didn't know he was a Bronco. Yeah. Bronco, Titan, Cowboy, Bengal. Huh. 
Good job, Brian. Seven questions. Moved it along quickly. I love how he always gets good jobs when I win the thing. Like, you didn't can I oh, did get you a win? good bleeping job for once? Oh. Good job, Brian. You read the fucking questions. Great. I came up with the questions. Good job. Good effort. Good Doug, job. Doug, good job almost getting that. Thank you. Doug, you Thank really you did much. well. Yeah. And Dave, you also did great. I thought I did well. I guess Pat Cullen on the first one. I like took a, I took a shot. Took a shot. You handicapped yourself early. Yeah. I'm all right. I, I, I do much better with a gun to my head. I, although I had no clue who that was. Even the video game. I'm sitting there in my head. I'm like, Mario? There's no Mario. Zelda I'm like, Fall. I'm going, Sonic the Hedgehog? Who was Sonic? Who was the Hedgehog? Well, when you said the 80s, that helped, right? Because I'm like, all right, we're not talking Madden. I almost thought you did the Heisman pose for a second. But I don't want to hurt myself. But then it's like, okay, 80s. Video games in the 80s. Oh, Pac-Man. There you go. Yeah. The Broncos screwed me up. I remember him with Dallas. It'd be a lot better if, you, if Tennessee. I'm, and oh, I'm not edit. I'm not editing Tennessee. this out, but it'd be great if Pat talked into the microphone. Yeah, sorry. Hmm. <laughs> Did he start with Tennessee? I don't know. I just got seven questions, Pat. I didn't read a fucking biography on the guy. Christ, Pat, you already won. What more do you want? <laughs> Nothing. I'm good. <sighs> so what's the what's the Oh, we've played this twice. Who won last time? Who won last time? I did. Oh, God. we got to change that. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I think it was Shaq. It was Shaq. Yeah. It was. Oh, Pat's yep. up 2 nothing. Oh, and then the first pilot terrible. was Deion Sanders. Yep. Yep. Doug is still – we have all can agree that Doug is the smartest one of all of us. By a, by a decent amount. Correct. Mm. Still mm-hmm. hasn't gotten one yet. Yeah, well, it doesn't I'm waiting for the change. right moment. I'm going to make the next one John Elway. He wanted to let us feel a little bit better about ourselves. Uh, I don't feel better about myself, but somehow Pat's got the self-esteem boost of the year out of this. So, sure. Anyway. I'm trying to build move. the rest of you guys up here. we got a long way to go on this podcast. Let's, uh, let's move on from this silly segment into uh, another topic that is near and dear to my heart that I want to talk about. And it's that is uh, basketball is the, is the greatest sport going right now, and everybody should be watching and into it. Um, and if they're not, then I, I want to try to convince them to watch it. There's never been a time where there's more scoring and more offense and more talented players in one league than there is now. Uh, because a big part of that is drafting from all over the globe. And the two, in my, in my opinion, my two favorite players in the NBA, one of them the reigning MVP, are de- are not from the United States at all, and that would be Giannis Antetokounmpo. And uh, and mind you, it's really fun to listen to announcers butcher his name. <laughs> I don't even know if I have it right, but I feel like I do it pretty well. Antetokounmpo. Uh, Hang on, can we have Pat say it? Oh, yes, the Greek freak. No, say <laughs> no, his name. That's Come how on, we say it. Come I mean, on. No, that that's how a seven foot gazelle. That his game just keeps getting. Now he's hitting threes, by the way. So the whole NBA is fucked because before his game was he drove to the basket or he drove to the basket. Now and, and he's the funny thing threes. is, you knew he was going to drive to the basket, and there was not much you, you could couldn't really stop do him. Right. Couldn't stop him. Incredible to watch. He has two brothers in the league too. There's Thonis, and uh, there's that's not real. Is his name really Thonis? Yeah, yeah. Thonis wow. and Giannis. Yeah, Thonis and Giannis. Yeah. Parrots never rhyme names. They never Not do weird things like that. That's really fun. Anyway, That's Brian funny. and Ryan. Um, 
and and then Luka Doncic, who's uh, just I that's don't know, his the, third. The, that's brother? his third brother. That's his third brother. Yeah, it's amazing how they're related. Wow, that's Doncic Kupo. It's it's I just Giannis called him Doncic for sure. Luka Doncic, <laughs> who when Dallas traded up for him was the greatest steal of that draft two years ago. And, and Mark they, Cuban's they, very happy right now. Whew. Oh man, Mark Cuban made a, a brilliant move there, just picking up you know could potentially uh, definitely a future MVP uh, if he stays healthy. Which is also, by the way, the most amazing thing about Giannis is that Giannis never gets hurt. But going back to the NBA, I mean, with guys like James Harden and even LeBron James in his twilight years still dominating, uh, and Anthony Davis, there's there's so much good stuff in the NBA right now. I, I just think that everybody should. And let's be honest, Taco Fall is, is probably the biggest draw, literally and figuratively, in the NBA. And uh, I don't know. I just you guys are baseball fans, Pat. You watch a little bit of basketball, but uh, hang Bryant, on. I I knew Steph Curry wasn't playing. This guy had no fucking idea. That's fair. Let's put him on the spot. He also didn't know Kevin Durant was trade uh, yeah. was uh, signed to the Knicks. So to be fair. I'm number three for basketball on this podcast. Yeah. Name the Celtics team. Oh, God, Christ. I like Christ to this listen. No, no, no. Christ I like to root for the, the league. Team. I like to root for the league because of daily fantasy. If you say Brian Scalabrini, really you're off the podcast. My mind. <laughs> How much daily fantasy you got, are you playing? You got Jalen Brown. You got Gordon Hayward. From area, Georgia. You got Gordon Hayward. Who Jalen Brown's Jason making Tatum. the Celtics look pretty smart right now for handing yeah. him that big contract. I know. I'm really liking that because at the time I was like, oh, that's a lot of money for my boy. It, yeah. Mm, for fine. for what? The third for best player you points thought? a game. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, he's been he's had some fantastic moves. His step back three. Him and Jason Tatum both have worked on their step back three, which is the new thing that, that Harden innovated. Um, and they've looked pretty good. The Celtics need Gordon Hayward to be Utah Jazz Gordon Hayward. Yeah. If that happens, that is a championship team. He was showing that when he was healthy. No, I know. It was it was still in Spurs. He he yep. has he has he shown just had that it. weird foot thing. And they need Marcus Smart to not have eye infections because he is the fucking motor of that team, man. He is. He I love Marcus Smart. I've been a Marcus oh, Smart truther oh, since he came. We all know that you love Marcus Smart. Love Marcus Smart. Who, who do you like more, Luka Doncic or Marcus Smart? Dude, that's no question. It's Marcus Smart all day. Sorry, <laughs> Luka, but Marcus wins championship. I mean, Luka is just—he's so phenomenal. Uh, I, I, mean, I mean, I like Marcus Smart too, but when he takes a three, I cry a little bit. And I know he's gotten better. Yeah. But it, I still cry a little bit. Yeah. He's just a tick better. Yeah. Just he just doesn't take better. He's so, he's got oh man, he plays the game so well though. I, he he could defend all five positions. Like there's very few players in the league that can defend all five positions. He, maybe he does, Kawhi Leonard. Like Kawhi Leonard could probably potentially like LeBron maybe in his in his prime. LeBron probably still could. I mean, God, when he was with the Heat, he was he was covering every position. Um, there's not a lot of players that can do that. It, not to say that the, Marcus Smart could cover Taco Fall because I don't think he could. Do that. It's funny because the Celtics, um, were, right, the big reason, one of the reasons why they got all these draft picks is so they could trade him for a superstar, right, looking for Anthony Davis, Kevin Love, whoever you want to name. But in reality, you look at who they drafted, they still got Marcus Smart with the fifth pick. They got 
Jalen Brown with the third pick. They got Jason Tatum with the third pick, which they had the first pick. They, they've, for the most part, they've actually hit on their picks. And at the time, all those picks were kind of maybe not Marcus Smart, but but the other two were definitely questioned a little bit. Tatum more for the you could have got Fultz, who oh my god that didn't work out. Mm. Or uh, he's playing better Brown now. Just he is th- playing better now, but. Yep. Playing in Boston, if he had those kind of jitters, would have been a tough go. Yeah. Absolutely. And then they signed my man, Kemba Walker, who love me some Kemba Walker. I love Kemba. Oh, man. What, he's so much fun. What a difference in, in chemistry and body language. That whole team. It's incredible. Just because well, Kemba's there. I mean, yeah. Kemba probably plays a little bit of that, but I think it's mostly Taco Fall. <laughs> I was almost going to argue you, and then I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, it's definitely Taco Fall." Yeah. Uh, and and then what? What was the other rookie they drafted this year? The uh, later, the like the twenty first pick. Grant or Williams. Something? Yeah, I'm liking that guy too. That guy's fun. Just a good player. What do you think, Brian? I'm a big Robert Parrish fan. <laughs> I think he's playing well. The Chief! I love He's playing great. I met him at the mall when I was six years old. Did you really? Yeah. Which mall? Holyoke. Shout out to that mall. Holyoke Mall. Yeah, Holyoke Mall. He was signing autographs. Yeah. Who was the guy we saw on the train? Uh, Cedric Maxwell. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Ah, quack, quack. Yep. That guy was dressed to the nines. Yeah, he looked real good. He, he stood shit. out, man, dude. We were like looking, we're like, all right, here's a six foot eight dude who's dressed that real nice. That guy looks nice. like Cedric Maxwell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how tall he is, but he was real tall. He was sitting down, but um He was funny. The only player that I met outside of that in person was Charles Oakley, which was uh my god. I could barely speak. Meeting that dude. Charles Oakley was awesome. One of my all time favorites. Yes. Charles Oakley, one of my all time favorites, man. That guy was part of like the bad boy era, just when the game was totally different. Uh, it was it was a rough time. It was fun to watch, mm-hmm. um, not sustainable. Totally different game. Totally than from today. You had a lot of games that finished like eighty nine to eighty six. Mm-hmm. They needed worse defense. <laughs> they needed to not allow players to like clothesline players. Yeah. You know Jordan today would probably throw, average fifty points lines. a game. Oh, no e- doubt. Easy. Yeah. Miles Garrett would probably like that NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Garrett. Would have loved to have seen like a Miles Garrett versus Ron Artest. That would have been a fun match. <laughs> Ooh. Malice at the Palace Part yeah. 2. Yep. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas went into the crowd the other night. He did? I saw that. What? Yeah. Yeah, I missed that. You know who's not intimidating anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. He's like that tall. Yeah. <laughs> He's no yeah, Ron. What did somebody yell at him or something? Yeah, they said something. They said something inappropriate. It was not necessary. It's not necessary to yell at players like that. No. Do we know what they said? Yeah, it was on Twitter. Was it? Was it that bad? I don't think it was. It wasn't like horrible. Um, but it was. It was definitely colorful. You know, the person was clearly upset at him. I will say this: He is not the greatest NBA player of all time, but he was fun to watch the that, last couple of years. That year was one of the best years I've watched of a, of. A... Yeah, King of the Fourth, loved it. Yeah, loved it. That was one of my favorite years watching basketball. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
The Celtics, while they haven't won in the past, you know, since that last, have had some really fun years and some fun teams. Absolutely. Teams to just really root for. I don't know what the hell he said. The guy called him a asshole or something. There was an F bomb in there. I don't think it was anything like really offensive, but Hmm. it could have been. Then the Celtics got Kyrie Irving and fucked everything up. Yeah. At first it looked good, but yeah. Turns out he's a douchebag. Yeah, he's a strange dude. I'm going to take a stance on this podcast, and I'm going to say Kyrie Irving is a douchebag. Here's the thing you can always count on when a player comes to Boston. Everything about them will come out. Yep. So I had no idea. I mean, I didn't think that Kyrie was the best guy, but I also didn't realize how whacked he was and and how not of a good teammate he was. But as soon as you come to Boston, man, you will be exposed. It's amazing how quickly a locker room can change when you take one guy out and you add in Kemba Walker. I don't know how much better Kemba Walker makes them or if it's just taking out Kyrie. Skill-wise, various things, right? So, like, Kyrie is – probably a slightly better pure score and has a slightly better handle. Uh, but Kemba is a super talented guy. It's just that better Kemba shooter. loves his teammates and cares about his teammates and has no problem if Jason Tatum's hot, stepping aside and letting Jason Tatum take all the shots. You'll see so many times, and I know this from fantasy, Kemba Walker will go into the half with two points. And you're like, if you rostered him, you're like, oh, my God. But then I've also seen Kemba come out and score 20 points in the third quarter. Just go nuts. And that's that's the type of player he is. He wants to get his 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 guys going before he gets going. Yeah. Kemba's the man. I'm still trying to find this. Hold on. I think I got the article here. The, uh, the heckling Is it a Thomas fan. article? It's a Thomas article. Hmm. I can't get what did the fan say. I think you're going to do great finding this. Was there a fan that was just running that turned off or something? That, no, that was my yeah. heater, or the oh. uh, furnace. Real quick why uh, Dave's looking for that. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. <laughs> had a 30-30 season from June on. Yes, if you took out March, April, and May, Acuna had exactly 30 homers and 30 stone bases. Great, nobody cares. Um, so, so while we're waiting for Dave... Are the are the Braves ah, going to make it? The fan money? said, "Fuck oh, forget you, it. bitch." Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, no, ahead, we're Dave. back. <laughs> the fan said, "Fuck you, bitch," three times, because Thomas cost him a Wendy's frosty. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Fantasy? Fuck Isaiah Thomas, then, dude. I'd be He's right. upset. Yeah, that's justified. That yep. fan is right. That's justified. Dude, they give out fucking Wendy frosty coupons. Dude, like listen. All right, I, I'm sure this has been covered by so many news media outlets, but I haven't heard it yet, so I got to say this. So Thomas says, I'm never going to be disrespected in any way. This is from the New York Post. When I missed the first free throw and made the second, I'm running back and a fan has both of his middle fingers up and said, fuck you, bitch, three times. Mm -hmm. So when the timeout goes and I go into the stands to confront him, I said, don't be disrespectful. I'm a man before anything. Be a fan. And his response was, I'm sorry. I just wanted a frosty. (laughs) You know what? That's legit. That's legit. Good for that fan. Yeah. You know These what? players need to know that Frosties are on the line. And then if you look at the if you look at it, it looks like there's a child wearing a Washington jersey in the stands. It's not, it's Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> no, good for that fan. 
Oh, so just you know so what? you know Sometimes what it means. You just need to talk it out. Yeah. Just so just so you know what it means, the 76ers have a frosty freeze-out promotion designed to get fans riled up to distract opponents taking free throws during the second half. If an opposing player misses both of his free throw attempts after a foul during the third or fourth quarter, fans get a free frosty. <laughs> <laughs> In the fourth quarter, Thomas missed his first free throw attempt but made the second. Cost the guy a frosty. You know what? If we were in the stands, we'd do the same thing. I want a goddamn frosty. The, the funny thing yep. is, in like Thomas, a ninety percent free throw shooter. Yeah, really strong so free throw shooter. He's throw not the, the guy, guy a bone he's though. It's the, a free frosty. Yeah, he's not the guy. That's a hell of a product. <laughs> I love me a good frosty. You dunk a French fry that. in there? Have you done that? I would have been more offensive. I don't know. Oh I just, God, yeah. To get the frosty, I ran on the court. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, sir. Imagine wow. if, like, he, Isaiah went into the crowd and he confronted the guy, and then the guy stood up and he was like six foot five, 250. <laughs> <laughs> like, Isaiah's oh like God. five foot nine. That's hilarious. At the most. He might be five seven. Yeah, I think he might be generous there. Free well, Frosty. <laughs> what? I mean, what I, a great promotion, though, on the 76ers. Why aren't the Celtics doing that? That's brilliant. I I don't I'll tell you what, because they can't in Boston, dude. Boston would be terrible. Boston fans are awful as it I is. You incentivize them. Oh yeah, they should do that with tacos. Oh, dude, it'd be Celtics it'd be hire us. We're it'd fucking be, brilliant. It'd be bedlam. <laughs> every time, Although every time Taco scores a point, no, Pat's it, idea of Taco Tuesday, man. Yeah, you get a free Doritos Locos. Oh God. Mandatory start. I don't even know what the the topic was other than people should watch basketball. I think that was just my second half topic here. People People should watch basketball. basketball. This is what you're missing. The Dave Plazic story. Free Frosties. But I like to live it through you. Are the Yankees giving free Frosties, Brian? No, they're no, they're not. No, if if they strike out somebody in the seventh inning, does everybody get a free Frosty? I wish they would. They're wrong too. Is that don't? You want me to take a stance against the Yankees? Yes. If we strike out someone in the seventh inning, free frosty. I think you got to strike out the side. Okay, you got to make bullpen it. Bullpen will do it, right? Cole will do it. Strike out the strikes outs in the seventh. I will go to every Yankees game that Cole is pitching if there's free frosties for a, a, a full inning uh, of strikeouts. All right, that'll be like three or four. Yeah, it's a lot of frosties. Will, <laughs> that, yeah. That's a lot of money just to get a chance at a free frosty. You could probably it's a free frosty. Should be paying for it. It's a free frosty. You can't, Garrett Cole can't afford that. <laughs> What's he doing with his money? I mean, you could probably get a year's supply of frosties. What a for gentleman Garrett Cole is! Yankee Stadium there. What was that? <laughs> you could probably get a year's supply of frosties for the cost of one trip to Yankee Stadium. But I would have so to say frosties in Yankee Stadium are expensive. I would have to purchase them. Yeah. Whereas right. I could earn them. I could earn them by insulting players. You know what's amazing about baseball? So Garrett Cole, about a minute and a half before the Yankees signed him, I couldn't stand him. Now he's my favorite player. <laughs> Fucking love that guy. Totally get he's that. He's the best. And he's always been a Yankees fan. He had the sign still. Did you see that sign? It was a hell of a sign. Saved it. Sorry, I was yawning. What? Am I the only one that's excited about that sign? That you are crazy. the only one who's excited about that sign. Oh, can't wait gonna suck five years from now but right now it's awesome yes fucking great 
I love this tweet. Most beloved Celtics of all time. Number three, Isaiah Thomas. Number two, Larry Bird. Outrageously large gap. Number one, Taco Fall. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, where's Walter and Paul Pierce? Where's Walter McCarty? The where's one Kevin McHale? Get... Yes. Where's Eddie House? Give me some Eddie House. Now. I loved Eddie House. Me too. Is this just a name Celtics talk? Yeah, let's name Is that what we're doing? Who is that? Who? Shaman Williams was a guy, wasn't he? Shaman Williams played for the Celtics. He did. I like Sherman Douglas short. because his last name was Douglas. <laughs> Here's my random fun fact that I, I just, when I'm on Twitter, I always, this is totally not sports related. But according to Uber Facts, just 13.9 million followers, so they must be true. They say not only would it be possible to build an elevator that could transport humans to the moon, but would also only cost about a billion dollars, according to researchers from the University of Cambridge. Can you read that one more time? All right. My head exploded a little bit. Not only would it be possible to build an elevator that could transport humans to the moon, to the moon, but would also only cost about a billion dollars, according to researchers from the University of Cambridge. There's no way... That if it only costs a billion dollars, we haven't that built we haven't an elevator to take to the I, I got to go. I got to go call Elon Musk. I'll be right back. What? <laughs> that can't be true. Uh, Uberfax said it, man. I don't know. But the but it moves. Like, it, it moves. It's an elevator to the moon. Right, but the moon doesn't stay in the same spot. It moves. That's science, man. Science. I don't think that's how science works. I could oh. be wrong. If you had a teleporter, yes, I'm with you 100%. Oh. An elevator, you have to have – it has to be connected. That's my random fun fact. My only other random fun is fact. Is this Willy Wonka? Are should we, we in Willy should Wonka? Should we ask Randy Dobnak? Oh, is that the uh, – that's the, the twins guy. That's the Uber the driver. twins Uber driver. I think he would know. You know what I'd like to do for a segment? I'd like to uh, revisit some NFL drafts. That's oh, yeah, that's fun. Oh, that's fun. You can't really revisit baseball drafts because there's such a large timeline in between them getting drafted and then they have to go through the 19 levels of minor leagues to get to the pros and all kinds of weird shit that happens. They blow their arm out or whatever. But you that's could definitely fun, do though. basketball drafts. It's not fun, Pat. It's only fun for you. You could do basketball. I, I would find, I'd find it pretty fun. Oh, God. You guys are awful. <laughs> because you can be like, oh, God, if we drafted Mike Trout that year, we'd be so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks you, for you that's a good idea. We should we should do that at some point. Yeah, no, I, I NFL drafts are by far the best though. It's it's I just say it it's way more fun to look at Sony Michelle getting drafted one pick before Lamar Jackson than it is. I will put NFL drafts it, can, on can, the list. Can we just point out and don't get me wrong, I actually thought the Patriots were gonna draft Lamar Jackson. But can we just point out that the Patriots won a Super Bowl with Sony Michelle as their star running back? And if you, yeah, dude. So, so, so that's the question. I get it. Hold on. Yes. If if you really like, trying to word this so I don't sound like a dick, but football running backs are the most overrated position. What a dick, David Johnson. What a dick. Three years ago, was the most elite running back. In football, not even three. Two years ago, because last year he was out with an ACL. This year, relegated to the bench for Kenyon Drake. 
who, by the way, went bananas once they got him. What was he talking about? David Johnson. Football. David Cardinals. Johnson. Oh, David Cardinals. Johnson. Oh. Yeah. Two years ago, he was the most elite back in the game. It was either him or Alvin Kamara, but it, truthfully, it was David Johnson from a game-to-game basis. Unstoppable. So, Hold on. Now, he didn't even he didn't even start the last three games. I think he played like 10 snaps total because Kenyon Drake. He was my oh. first-round draft pick in our fantasy football league, and that's the reason why I finished in last place. So you're right. Lamar Jackson is definitely more valuable, you can tell by this year. But do the Patriots win the Super Bowl last year? Yes. Without Sonny yes. Michelle? Are yes. you sure about that? Yes. Because yes. they only yes. threw to yes. two people. Yes. Yes. Running What's back is built on scheme yeah. and I'm offensive not clear line. On how you feel about this? Yes. Running back <laughs> is built on scheme and offensive line. 100%. The Patriots uh, would have a good running system. They have every single year by patchworking guys that they pick up. Still don't know why they reach for Sony Michelle. This year, by the way, look at his PFF ratings near the bottom of the league. But, 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 hold on, hold on. And it's the exact reason that you just called out why he was doing so well, right? Exactly. But my my point is, is you could replace him with, with so many guys and they'd be fine because it's always been their offensive scheme and their offensive line. They know how to play, right? What's that guy that fucking four years ago went for four touchdowns to get the Colts and then got uh, released? The next... yeah, Thank you. Yeah, Gray. But they've they're throughout all of Patriots history. There's been players like that. Yes, there are more talented running backs than others. But Sony Michelle's not that great. He's really not that good. Remember He's the fine. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis era? Yep. That was yeah. that was nice. He's fine. James White's more valuable to that team than, oh, than I'd Sony love Michelle. James White. Don't get me wrong. James White is the best because a pass the catching running back is more valuable because that's an extra skill. Uh, uh, agreed. I'm just going to say. You can't say um, like, like I wouldn't say you could replace Christian McCaffrey with another dude, well, but that's yes. why a running back should never be MVP because running back is still the most overrated position. And there's far smarter NFL guys that it could explain it better than I could. I don't disagree. This is what I know. The Patriots won the Super Bowl last year. They won it with Sony Michelle. Lamar Jackson would have did nothing for them. And we don't know, even though I get what you're saying, and you definitely could be right, but we don't know if not having Sony Michelle, who Bill Belichick picked as the first running back, <laughs> What's right? his name? Bill Belichick. Edit that out. Um, you're being too much of a fan uh, uh, of Patriots homer right now. I, I don't necessarily think I am. Lamar Jackson is going to be the youngest player to win the Heisman no, and the MVP. So, so again, if I'm sitting here saying that Lamar Jackson, uh, that Sony Michelle is better than Lamar Jackson, I'm an idiot. But this is the we should if, have stopped it right if, there. If you if you can draft someone that's going to win you the Super Bowl next year, Sony Michelle didn't win them the Super Bowl. He was part of a team that won the Super Bowl. You could easily replace him with another running back and won the Super Bowl. I. Their I defense won the Super Bowl. Here and have you guys disrespect Rex Burkhead like this. The Rams' absolute the Rams' absolute inability to adjust won the Patriots the Super Bowl. It was one of the factors. Correct. You cannot. Sony Michelle had the touches. Sure, he didn't win them the Super Bowl. I thought he did well. 
He did fine. That's the question great. would be their who would be replacing Sony Michelle. Their defense won the Super Bowl. Yeah. On the team. Their coaching won the Super uh, uh, Bowl. Uh, uh, many factors won the Super Bowl. Agreed. But I think Sony Michelle, even if you don't want to put the Super Bowl, which I actually think he did pretty well, the entire playoff run, I think Sony Michelle made a difference. And I'm not saying it's this huge difference. Obviously, Tom Brady is the biggest difference of anyone. And Lamar Jackson will be a far better player in the NFL than Sony Michelle. But I can make an argument, even though you would disagree, that Sony Michelle got them to what won the Super Bowl along with other pieces. He had 18 carries for 94 yards. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty fine. Good. That's fine. In a 13, oh, in a 13 to Rex Burkhead had seven carries for 43 yards and a higher average per carry. Just and Rex FYI. Burkhead fumbles every three plays. I love Rex Burkhead. He had Sorry, zero fumbles God. last year in the Super what? Bowl. He didn't fumble in the Super Bowl. Understood. Thank you. Again, my, my, my point is, I get what you're try, like, trying to defend Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle averaged 5.2 yards per carry. He got all the goal line carries. So opportunity also helps. Rex Burkhead We're not talking had 6.1 yards per carry. That's not fantasy. That's just statistics. No, no, no. no. But if you're opportunity in football. Football is all about them. volume and opportunity. That's why everybody thought Todd Gurley was so great, even though he averaged like 4.1 yards per carry, and he was like near the middle of the pack for elusivity, elusive ratings and for yards after carry, after contact. So Gurley last year was the, the like everybody's like MVP for Gurley, but he was just a volume guy. He got every goal line touch, every single one. And I'm not even disagreeing with you that running back is the most overrated position. And I think this year is a perfect example with the Patriots, right? You don't have as good of a line. Indefensible. Indefensible. The bottom line is that potentially, I mean, the MVP of the league was drafted. What I, I don't even want to defend it. I don't even care. Don't care. <laughs> It's, it's it's just silly. It's I'm not saying the Patriots are dumb. I'm just saying, fuck. Could have had Lamar Jackson, man. That's yep. an embarrassment of riches. If you're turning As good a, every other team. If you're handing the reins from Tom Brady to Lamar Jackson with one of the best offensive coordinators in the league and one of the best scheming coaches in, in, in the history of the game, that'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. But yeah, Sony Michelle in his bad year. knees and is near the bottom of the League ranking this year was sure worth it for that that one game of ninety four yards. Who would have replaced Sony Michelle though? I don't know. Like who would have been more Rex Burkhead up? and James White? The same thing the Patriots always do no, when they run backs down. Disagree with James White, right? James White was in the game. He yeah. does his role. Yeah, James White Rex isn't Burkhead. a between the tackles guy. Yeah, you, you need somebody in between the tackles to take that um, role. The I would role. I would yeah. argue that. I've watched James White. When Sony Michelle has done terrible and they've turned it over to James White, I've seen him run plenty of plays between the tackles and break for decent yards. Sure. Oh. No, you're not wrong, but again, you're, James White is primarily a passing back, so the defense plays differently. When Sony's in there, he's right. They run the ball a lot more with Sony in there than without James White. So I think that's good scheme that you have a pass back in there and then you actually run the ball based on what the defense gives you. 
again, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. My only point is that I do think Sony Michelle being drafted last year could have potentially changed how the playoffs went, whereas Lamar Jackson would not have changed anything about last year. He is going to be and already is. He will win the MVP this year. He's the better player by far. So if Tom Brady leaves after this year, okay, he goes and plays for, like, the Cowboys or whoever, (laughs) okay, let's just say that, and they don't have a backup to replace him, are you still going to say, oh, we we got that one Super Bowl with Sonny Michelle? Yeah, it's an impossible question, right? It's not. It's not because I'm asking you. You're looking at a potential franchise quarterback for the next 10-plus years. Potential. Obviously, nothing's guaranteed. You never know when a player could blow out both knees. Um, versus Colts a, thought Andrew Luck was that guy, and he's no longer in the league. Yeah, you there don't you know go. that for sure. The, the, uh, versus versus just a, a, an above yes. average running back with knee problems. Lamar Jackson. It's easy. Yeah. That's the answer. That's all I I'm saying. I don't disagree. I don't care what Sony Michelle has done. It's it's there it's a non it, it's a non issue. It's just it's Lamar Jackson who yeah. was again a raw product coming out of college but super talented. I mean there's a lot of players that were or a lot of people saying he should just be a running back, but you know what? Yep, wide receiver. Pretty yep. talented dude. Yep. Pretty athletic. I'm just saying Belichick's an idiot. Like I don't <laughs> the guy doesn't know what he's doing. Different That's, take. He has actually had if there is one knock against Belichick is is his first round draft picks. But they really are hit and miss, though. What was Doug's favorite running back that he drafted that? Oh, God. It was right after what, it was right after their, their last Super Bowl in the early 2000s. Oh, I know it. I know oh, it. I know it. That fu- it was a first-round pick. I want to <laughs> say no Sean Moreno, but that was not him. What are you talking about? Him. It was Doug. I don't know. Doug, you always laughed at the running back. It was uh, – What, for the Broncos? No. No, for the Patriots. For the Patriots. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. We really ben went Jarvis off on a tangent here, though. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis? No, no, no. For him. Clock killing Corey Dillon? Nope. No, after Dillon. Shaw Ferguson. After Dillon. <laughs> no, that's my favorite NFL name, though. Not not Stephen Ridley. Uh... Quattro Quattro. No. Lawrence Maroney. Yeah, oh, Lawrence Mulroney. Yeah. Lawrence Mulroney. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, he was awful. That was a poor pick. That was awful. He had some good games, though. Sure. Really not good on my fantasy line. team, he did not. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, this is fun, isn't it? Good Talking times. about the Patriots. That's what everybody wants to talk about or hear about. Yeah, I'm having a hell of a time. <laughs> I'm fucking loving this. I hope oh, Sony man. Michelle runs for. Sony Michelle has averaged a 3.7 yards per carry this year. That is phenomenal. It not not good. Agreed. Yeah, not good. What else do we got to? to in his defense, ahead? that offensive line hasn't been what it's been in the last few years. And either, there's no so. Devlin. And there's against no Kansas City. He ran 29 times for 113 yards, at an average of 3.9 yards per carry. Not great. But the game before against the L.A. Chargers, who were notoriously hemorrhaging yards to running backs because their scheme uh, basically gave up the run 
They gave up 24 attempts at 129 yards or 5.4 yards per carry. So you're saying Sony Michelle's only good because the Chargers suck? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, uh, what, what was the guy against the Colts with four touchdowns that one game was released? James Gray. It's the same, it's the same concept. That, that game, they, uh, Bill Belichick realized that their, one of their best run-stopping defensive tackles was out. And so he just changed the game scheme and said, we're just going to keep running it over and over and over and over again. Jonas Gray got like 30 carries, four touchdowns. Pretty simple. I agree with like 95% of what you're saying. I really do. We're you just really, really like Sony Michelle. Like if Sony Michelle gets traded tomorrow, that's fine. Because He's probably going to get agree. released tomorrow if, well, after the playoffs. I, I'd be a little sad. I don't think that's the right move. You just like him because you drafted him in fantasy. No, he's a Georgia Bulldog. Oh. But I again You're a you're Atlanta Rock. I've been trying to get to the bottom of this. No, 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 no. But but the bottom line is Lamar again. You would have thought he married your sister. It, it, <laughs> but, but let me put it this way. If you do the redraft, and that's why doing an NFL draft would be fun, right? I I do it all all the time. If you do a redraft Lamar Jackson's not going 31 to the Patriots. He's not going 22 to the Patriots. He's going number one, maybe number two if I'm forgetting someone. Right? I'm looking. Yeah. <laughs> Baker Mayfield went first. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. New York Giants who desperately needed... Oh, wait, hold on. Is this the right draft? I want to make sure I have the no. right draft. Because that was Shaquan, yes, right? This is, it. this is the correct draft. This is 2018. Saquon went second. The Giants needed a quarterback. Yep. They took Saquon. The next quarterback was Sam Darnold, third. Yep, at four. Followed by Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. Followed Josh by Allen's jo fun. He's fun. Followed you know by Josh Rosen. Fun? Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Josh Rosen. Oh, so Josh Rosen. There you go. One, two, three, four. Uh, he was the fifth. Imagine if he was the sixth and then the Patriots had drafted him and then that would have been the second quarterback scorned by five quarterbacks picked before him. Uh, that would have been fun. I wish we were talking about that right and now. And then the, the Patriots just continued to win for 20 more years. <laughs> it would be nice. You know what, That'd though? John Harbaugh and the coaching staff and the front office, they all deserve a ton of credit in Baltimore too. Hell yeah. Because They've... they took – Lamar Jackson, they said, we Agreed. love this guy, and we're going to revamp our whole system around him. It's really smart. And usually that doesn't happen. You try to fit this, you know, and square peg in the round hole. Hmm? Pretty damn and good. There's only a handful of coaches in the NFL that can do that. So, And I think, you know, that was with Harbaugh with his uh, career on the line last year, too. Yeah. Well, not his career, but at least his time with, with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. We started talking about basketball. Forty-three minutes later, we're talking about fucking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, football. let's make fun of some you more You should teams. watch basketball because Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar Jackson's great. <laughs> Turns Minnesota, out. Minnesota selected Mike Hughes before Sony Michelle and Lamar Jackson. Let's just make fun of every team that drafted before. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. Minnesota picked with a thirtieth pick overall cornerback Mike Hughes. Oh. Uh, their secondary was not too good this year. Yeah, let's not forget that every single team in the league passed over lamar jackson yeah he was the 32nd pick in the first round the last pick of the first round so every team passed on him not just the patriots <clears throat> whatever doug no no that was part of my point yeah 
That's Nobody not really cares what your point was, you dummy. Apparently not. <laughs> Have you not uh, understood what we're doing here? Oh man. Awful. Awful. Uh, I could go on and on all night, but we should probably close this out at some point. We've yeah, heard we enough should. about Pat's love affair with Sony Michelle. He just loves Sony Michelle. Georgia Bulldog. On our next I, episode. I will say he's not in my favorite Patriot No one back. cares. On our next episode, we're going to break down every single one of Bill Belichick's draft picks ever and criticize a lot of them. My son has a James White jersey and a Tom Brady jersey. I don't no feel, Sonny Michelle. I feel like I'm going to be doing something that day. I'm not going to be around. I'll be here. And then we'll not throw in my a, house, you're not. <laughs> and then we'll throw in a five-minute segment about the Yankees so Pepe can join in. All right, that's fine. I'm back in. I'm back in. This is the middle-aged uh, Yankees spectacular. We're going to change it to that just so Pepe can participate. Fucking finally. <laughs> it's about time. Let's get into talking about Shelly Duncan and Austin Jackson. No? All right. No. Fine. No, we're not doing that. No? Um, yeah. I'm going to close it out. Uh, so this has been fun and eventful. and It's been an episode of Tangents and Pat being wrong. Uh, well, that part's normal. And uh, so, anyway, I'm Dave. We got Pepe. That's me. Patrick. Lou. Douglas. Ew. And we're out of here. No, you got to promote the promote the Twitter. Oh yeah, follow us on Twitter where only Pepe does it. Uh, I'm the only one that does anything. I've done it a you don't times. do a fucking thing. What, what's the handle? Uh, how are their Braves things on there? It's what's the handle? Sports it, whatever. I don't know Is how. Middle Age Sports. Sports. Hold on. What's the Twitter handle? <laughs> I think it's middle-aged. This is a really good promotion. I should just record this act, uh, just and repeat it. Not this one. This is fucking terrible. Oh, it's middle-aged SS. All right. So it's middle underscore aged underscore. You already lost interest, right? Middle underscore aged underscore SS on Twitter. Middle underscore aged underscore SS Twitter. We're really funny. Well, we're not. Everything Nobody, else was taken, though. We, we should probably start doing this. It's 2019. Every, uh, everything's taken. All the retweets are Yankees. <laughs> it is. It's all Yankees. And there's a couple Braves. Uh, it's, then, it's Garrett Cole. Dylan Batanz is leaving. We're all sad about You can about email Pat. us. You can email us, too, at patlovesony at gmail.com. <laughs> um, that will definitely go directly to Pat, and he'll answer all your Sony Michelle questions. Next episode, uh, we're going to talk about NFL sure. season and the playoffs. Yeah, that sounds good. Sense. Maybe Doubtful. next week, even. Maybe we'll, Ooh. we'll start doing it Listen, once a week. At I don't this know. rate, could get crazy. <laughs> Baseball will be back. It'll be great. Yeah. Sony Michelle Perfect. will be retired. Oh man, <laughs> I hope Sony Michelle. Sony Taco Michelle's Fall gonna still be there. Sony Michelle's gonna listen to this, and he's gonna he's gonna be up, as upset as Isaiah he's Thomas was with the frosty tear. guy. He's gonna be happy. Pat's still there watching him. Listen, Sony. I we act- were... We were told if we shit on you for half this show, I'd get free Frosties. Get so. free Frosties. Yeah. I actually I like Sony like Michelle, it. but we're out of time. I don't like when you make Pat took funny. all the airtime. <laughs> I actually, see, if you had let Doug defend Sony, I probably would have been put in my place. But thankfully, I didn't let anybody talk. The Twitter yeah. just had a retreat. Retweet. <laughs> you can't say retweet. No. You don't, you're such a 40-year-old man. <laughs> In a thirty-year-old body. I was on body. the Twitters. I was on the they Twitters. They did one of them tweets. I was tweeting up. Oh man, guys! Did you have something, or was that all it? right? Wow, it's ten thirty. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. All right, all right. A lot of editing in this one, David. I'm sorry. 
No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm sorry to the four people that listen to us. Yeah. We're up awesome. to actually we have had like eleven people, unique people what? listen to this. Oh. What are those eleven people doing? Uh probably listening to the first forty five seconds of going, I'm not fucking listening to this. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, this one's it. gonna take me a little bit to edit. Yeah. But what we should do after this is, and I'm going to cut out this whole last part here. Can we just stop it now? Yeah, stop it. Thank you. All right.